it is great to be here. It is, it is great to be here. Actually, it is wonderful to be here. Hallelujah. Good evening. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Please stand up, we pray. Kindly stand up, we pray. God, our Father, we thank you so much because of this moment we are going to sit in your presence so that we may hear you speak to us. And you have already started speaking to us. We thank you that you love us so much such that uh, you do not want us to perish. The Bible says that you gave your son so that whoever believes will not perish but have eternal life. This eternal life is starting now, as it started now, is continuing now. It will continue until the culmination of your second coming when we join you up in heaven to praise and worship you forever and ever. Thank you for the way you love us. Lord, in this moment, we sit in your presence so that you may speak to us. Send your spirit upon all of us now. And as my, the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable before you, O oh Lord, our rock and our salvation. In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you. Let's be seated. Let's be seated. Ah. It's great. When I was a pastor in a, a local church before I became bishop, I used to tell people, if you are not worshiping in this church, you are not worshiping in a church. That was a way of telling them how much good is coming from where we are. How much good. There is so much good coming from, from, from this altar. Now, in case anybody is new, my name is Francis Matui the Bishop of S.E.K., Diocese of Makweni, and I love the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal savior. Now, S.E.K. is what you call the Church of Uganda here. In Kenya, it's Anglican Church of Kenya. That is S.E.K. And, uh, of course, Bill has, has spoken, and thank you, Bill, for, for that. Then my wife is also here. She will get an opportunity either tomorrow to tell you something about what we do in the ministry in terms of our role as uh, she started as a clergy wife, clergy wife, and the, as the bishop's wife, and what we are earning. Now, I, I want to summarize what Bill has started, and what we started when some of you were not there, here on Monday and on Sunday. Are we together? Bill has, thank you for sharing that. Asante sana. Wewe umebariki let me tell you, this lady does not speak about herself. Even she was feeling shy to talk about, you know, to speak about yourself. Sometimes it goes like you are boasting. But because it's a testimony, and, and we want her to encourage somebody. This lady, this lady, this lady, in my language now, sometimes words come in my language. This lady, you don't know. Now, that is in Kikamba. <laughs> this lady, you don't know. <laughs> that is to say, what she has shared is just like, uh, like 0.001%. The Lord has used this lady, and I bless her for that. She has employed many people, many people in her farm, in her industry of vehicles, vehicles. 
the taxis, the big ones, not the small ones, not, not the 14-seater, the 30-seater. And she has registered. This lady, the husband respects this lady. And if, you, if she will share with her where she came from, right from nowhere, we were sharing about creating out of nothing. Bill has the testimony. But our Garden of Eden, our home, when you enter in, Provost knows, you just experience the power of God. The beauty, the trees, the bananas in the dry land, the way the water is directed, and everything there, the, the types of fruits. What can I tell you? And that is one farm where they settle, and other farms. This morning, she was organizing mains to be transported from our farms. When she talk about the big truck, you, you are thinking about what truck do you have in mind? You ask about the big truck. <laughs> Bill, I know you can't say that, but we say it for the glory of God. We are praising God. This lady. And when you see her coming with the bishop, she's a strong member of the church. A serious supporter of the mission of God. Supporting. They finished building the other day a big hall. And she said, we cannot just build a hall like that. We, we have to do, in the rural, a good hall. And they said, Bishop, come and commission this hall. And they, she challenged the priest to go higher in thinking, to have a bigger hall, not the small one you are thinking about. And I thank you, Bella. Continue serving the Lord. Last week, but one, through, through CMS, I also went to Kisum, who are sharing another testimony of what's happening in Makueni. Because when CMS came and they picked farmers like her, to, through the biogas program, many people benefited. And then they were told, whatever you do, don't farm just like a normal African. Farm in God's way. Underline that word. Everything doing in God's way. So farm in God's way. The plants, see God in the plants. As you supply food to the people, do it in God's way. That means you try to give the best food. When you apply fertilizer, can you choose the organic and do the best which will not harm people's health? And that is the mindset because CMS teaches from the Bible context. And thank you. And Rebecca is, Rebecca is the chair of CMS Africa. You don't know what I'm saying. You people, you are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, let us continue. Today we are sharing and summarizing that message on positioned with a blessing. Positioned, to position. When you position something, when I'm standing here, I'm positioned here. You are positioned there. Positioned in your family. Positioned in your job. Positioned. Positioned for a blessing. Positioned with a blessing. With a blessing by the Lord himself, wherever you are. And so yesterday, just to do a very quick recap, we talked about our mandate. For those who have joined us and those who are joining us online, we've been sharing from Genesis about holistic redemption. And on Sunday, we started with, uh, with the Romans chapter 8, verse 18 to 25, 
where we are talking about the, the, the creation is groaning for redemption. But now we have measured this week on the creation story, which is in the book of Genesis, creation. What God created in the, on the first day, second day, third day, fourth day, that we did on Monday. And then on Tuesday, we did on the fifth, sixth day when human beings were created. And then we looked yesterday at the mandate of human beings. What is the mandate which the Lord gave? And in a short while, we looked at cultural mandate. That was one of it. That's marriage and procreation, uh, which you have had during weddings and all that. That one you know. And that one is easily done, but uh, people do not take care of what they produce, the children, easily done, but to take care. So that is one mandate. Number two, we looked at having dominion. That was number two, dominion, reigning over all creation, but with care and love, because people can enjoy having dominion. But we are told with care and love. That was what we learned yesterday. And then number three, we learned about the labor, the labor mandate. Labor, work, kazi, kufanya kazi, kufanya kazi. And that is what Bill has talked to shared about, stopping being lazy. Taking the milk, milk to the market at 3.30 a.m. 3.30 a.m. 3.30 a.m. 3.30 a.m. What? <laughs> Stop being lazy. Come on. Stop being lazy. Wake up and go and work. 3.30 a.m. So, when, will, when is the milk? When, when have you done the milking, the packing? And, and then she takes the pickup. A pickup. 3.30 a.m. They take the milk and they supply in the city. You don't know. You need to go there and see what is happening. And then uh, I love the way she has said, the husband is very cooperative. Because he, the Bible says he found a good wife. Proverbs 31. Ah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know when I deal with, with the family conflict? Me, my second degree, I did conflict management and transformation. And my lecturer has told me, my second degree, that even in marriage, if there is conflict, it could be positive or negative. So in marriage, we look at what is positive. We encourage the positive. But the majority of the times when I do the counseling, I find these were just people who were idle, and idle people are the devil's what? Workshop. So there is conflict. <laughs> just get people to, how can the husband retire and come and stay there? He will be another burden. How can he retire and stay there? And this wise lady, Already they went to the city which is upcoming. You can Google Konza City. K-O-N-Z-A. Konza City. It's a big city coming up in, in Makueni. Makueni in Kenya. And it, that's where they have a farm. And then they started, because there's a lot of construction, even people are buying land nearby there and everything. Then they say, we put up a hardware there. And they have stocked it. And then the husband is there managing the hardware. Hi. Actually, labor mandate is about management of resources. And the resource, first resource is your mind. You know when you talk about resources, you start saying, I have no money, I have no... What? Money comes from the mind. You ask people, where is money? The children will say money is in the bank. Money in the bank, whose money? The one in the bank is not yours. If you have no account, you cannot go and take. Money is in the mind. You manufacture it there in the mind. Labor market. No, let's stop there. 
because they were told to work it and take care of it. Then fourth was the Sabbath mandate yesterday, and the Sabbath mandate was resting, refreshing, reflecting, but about worship to honor God. As you, as you rest, as you refresh, as you reflect on what you've done on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the rest, even God rested. Yesterday we were learning, above all, you honor God by going to worship him. I'm summarizing for those who are not there so that they may get. And so with all that, it is very important that to understand that God is working through humanity. He did it for Adam and is working through the new, the, us, we are the continuation of Adam, but we are the new Adam. Today, the topic is positioned with a blessing and our reading is Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 to 17. Our key verse, because I'll not even follow keenly all the notes because of time. Our key verses are two. Two. Verse 8 of chapter 2, if you can reflect on the screen yesterday, you helped me very much. Genesis chapter 2, verse 8. My Bible says, now the Lord God had planted a garden in the east in Eden, and there he put the man he had formed. Can you read on the screen, all of you, please? I want to hear a better reading from the, from the church. All of us together? Yes, now this, that last part of, of the reading. There he put the man he had formed. Putting the man he had formed, that is the blessing. And that is the positioning. Where? In the garden. He put the man. Now remember the name man represents human beings. Because the Bible at that time has been written with masculine language. They were not in the gender issues like today. So man represents all of us, Adam and Eve. The words, and there he put the man he had formed. In the life application Bible, it says, and there he blessed the man he had made. The life application Bible, there are many versions of the Bible. Blessed the man. It is very important for us to take note that the blessing of the man is actually positioning him for his, number one, survival, number two, his living, and number three, his service. And the service is where we have the blessing. So, position there for your survival, and I will not dwell on survival, survival, because for those who have not grown spiritually, they will take their job like we are surviving here. We are surviving. We are surviving. <laughs> we are surviving. No, we are not surviving. Those who have grown higher and higher spiritual, I cannot say I'm surviving to be a bishop. It means I have a problem. Am I surviving to be a bishop? No. But of course, we start with what you know, with, what, with the known to the unknown. There is for you a survival, meaning you have no other, you survive there. But it's also for, for your living. For your living. God blessed the man there for his living. 
That is where the trees were. That is where the fruits were. That's where the four rivers, and we have read the rivers, the, reader, the four rivers are there because of life and water and all that. That is where the environment is. That is where God visited the man. But the other word being used also, it is where he gave his service. The man was to give service. And what was the service? To work it, to keep it, to watch it, to take care of it. Remember yesterday we talked about this. You give service. And then we say you take care of the garden and the garden takes care of you. If you ignore the garden, the garden does not take care of you. The garden. Here we are talking about the garden. Now you can transfer the garden to be your job, your talent, and what you are doing. Yes. Don't survive with your talents. Live. And are living from your talents. But among all, give service. As you give the service, the service turns back to you as money. In a way, and also you help others who may not pay you cash, but in a way they pay you by giving you a name, and the name will make you be invited to come and speak here like Bilha. There's nothing she's going to get, nothing at all. But she has earned a name through serving people. You go there serving people, serving the church, and, and all this. Then she has found herself in Uganda. And you see, in a way. And so the, your name is built, is built up and you have opportunities coming up. It is very important to not to us that this particular evening that we are blessed where we are to serve. The positioning brings peace to the man and to the creation. He is positioned there and peace, is experiencing peace. It brings peace for him and the creation. Please not, the story is about to change. Be prepared for this. The story is about to change. That was what God planned and was in the process of implementing. And he, as he moved on after blessing them and things were in order, the story changes when his sin comes in. In Genesis chapter 3, when his sin comes in, it disturbs that process. And so, Genesis chapter 3, verse 23, we read, very fast. Genesis chapter 3, verse 23 to 24. I start from verse 22. It says this, the Bible says, And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Verse 23. So the Lord God banished him from the garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been taken. After he drove the man out, he placed on the east side of the garden of Eden cherubim and a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life. The man is chased away from the garden because sin has come. I'm preaching when I'm applying because of time. When you when you allow sin into your life, the very job you enjoyed becomes a burden. The very talent you, you are given, it becomes a burden. And the very family which you have becomes a burden. And things do not operate normally. That is why this week we are talking about holistic redemption. Because even your talents are being redeemed to go back and serve the Lord. Hallelujah. 
Have you seen people who sing so well and they sing secular songs? Not even so Christian songs. They sing so well with the wonderful songs and they are exciting us. Boo, 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 boo. And then you are going, come on. And they are all over. And then when they start the music, you start thinking the church music is not sweet. Those wonderful voices are only stolen by the devil. They need to bring them back. They need to be redeemed and bring them back to the church. Are you hearing something? They dance all over the night and they are singing funny words, funny words. Some are very abusive songs and people listen to them and they are saying, anyway, it's a, it's, a, it's a song to accompany me as I drive my car. What are you listening? And they are, those songs, those voices are to be, to be used here in the altar. Am I talking to somebody? Yes, they should come here and we, we sing here, we worship the Lord. Don't, don't you hear when they play the drums here? Are you not hearing the guitar? I normally play guitar myself. And I listen carefully that mix and I say, wonderful, this cathedral is moving to another level. I don't know who is not seeing this. If you could be here and you are complaining what's happening, this cathedral is moving to another level. Yeah? Are you not aware? Are you not seeing? Yesterday we read in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. Have you not heard? Have you not heard? The Lord God is doing great things. You are still waiting. You are still waiting. You better go in very fast. Hallelujah. Those talents, all of the talents are to be used here. Because God has given them out. And so what we are sharing is about they were banished from the garden. They were repositioned because God is holy. You could be asking Bishop why, what did they... Because God is holy and he is a jealous God. He does not share with the sin. There is nowhere... There is no way we'll ever share with sin. To come back to him is our repentance restores us back. And there is no time we are ever late. Whenever we rush to him, he comes and holds our hand. You remember the prodigal son? He had wasted everything, the, the prodigal son. Everything, everything. You know what that word means. He had been given in share. He wasted inheritance, his inheritance completely. But the father, when he saw him, he rushed and held him and came back. And then he did, you know what he did. He was repositioned again. He was repositioned. The Lord is repositioning some people. Are you with me? Hey, the Lord is repositioning. Don't allow the devil to continue intimidating you. Tell the devil, you are a liar in Jesus' name. I'm going back to my father. I'll be repositioned. I will be repositioned. Yes. I am not born to be condemned to suffer in this world. No way. Devil, you are a liar in Jesus' name. I am going back to my father. And, and this prodigal son came back and he was received. And Jesus is there hanging on the cross saying, come to me who are heavy laden. And I'll give you what? Rest. I'll give you rest. Takupatia kupumzika. Johnny kwangu ninyo nyote munao subuka. Nami nitawapatia kupumzika. Because he's there for you. He's there for you. The sad thing, the devil, now Adam is banished. Man is banished from the original position. And uh, the good garden of Eden, where he was enjoying everything, and uh, the labor which he was now doing, it turns to hard labor without the joy. And the garden is also guarded so that he may not come back. I thank God because as I read this, my heart is yearning to read the New Testament where the restoration comes in. If we, if we stop here and you go home, you'll go on depressed. If this sermon stops here, you better stay now 
<laughs> Better stay here now. <laughs> because if I end this ceremony now, here, you'll go home depressed. With a man who's in the bush, <laughs> you know when he was in the bush, he did not have clothes, they had to make themselves clothes, and God follows them, and he made the clothes for themselves, and all that, you'll go home depressed. But there is the New Testament, where Jesus dies, and he breaks all this, he went down the down to the dead the first day, the second day, the third day he took the keys and he came up yes, and it was announced he said, it is finished on the cross Meisha Shetani alikuwa anafurai Shetani alikuwa anachesa chesa Shetani alikuwa anasema nimemaliza yote nimemaliza Meisha Meisha huko ndani ako kaburini he's down in the grave who are there boasting saying that he was the son of man of son of man first day second day third day there came a report you know what the very man they are saying the stone is rolled <laughs> which is stone don't tell me the stone is rolled and you know when you read the resurrection they ran and told the soldiers to tell their leaders that let, let, let them know that at the time they were asleep, can you, how can soldiers be asleep? <laughs> you know, I read the Bible. At the time we were asleep, the, the disciples came and took his body. So they want to pass the blame to the disciples. But they are also creating a big problem for themselves. How did you sleep? Sleep. Because the third day, the stone could not hold him. The stone was rolled away. And the man is now being brought back to the garden. And that's why I'm speaking with a lot of passion. I'm speaking with a lot of passion because I know Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. And I'm going to heaven in Jesus' name. I am going to heaven in Jesus' name. Oh, I remember when we were young and when we accepted the Lord, we were saying, I'm going to heaven even if it's by foot. Even if it's by foot, I'm going to heaven. Are you hearing me? That was to tell how much we love the Lord. We want to go and meet the Lord. Yes. Yes. You know when you were singing, ta -ra -ta, I was waiting for you to sing that song. ta ra ta ra 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 ta ra 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 Sing to Jesus, Jesus, Sing to Father, Father. Oh, Father, Father, just leave it there, just leave it there. Praise the Lord. We are, we are restored back. Who is remaining outside? Who is remaining outside? The curtain was torn. We are restored back. As you keep on wondering, is this a bishop speaking this? I tell you, yes, an Anglican bishop. And I have never worshipped in another church. I have never, since my lifetime, I've never worshipped in another church. I have been worshipping this church. Baptized, confirmed, Menda an evangelist. And I was Menda, <laughs> will I tell you, Rurodin, an archdeacon, a 
canon in the church. By the way, a liturgical canon. A liturgical canon. Liturgy. If you find, and I've gone, to, I've gone all the way to Canterbury. If you find me leading liturgy, very serious. Very serious. I can also wear that face. And I can wear my mitre and my staff. Yes. <laughs> I can change. <laughs> I do that. Liturgy. I was meant a canon for liturgy. Canons are associated with liturgy. Me. In my charcoal house with a seat. And I to take care of liturgy. <laughs> yes! But, but let me tell you. Everything I do, it must bring people to Christ. That is my, by my bottom line. Don't tell me anything which does not bring people to Christ. Because very soon I'm about to die. By the way, I am 51 years old. Don't think I'm young. And I've never done another job myself. I have never done any other job from Form 4. Right from high school. I started preaching all over. This church, and I've never gone to preach another church. The Anglican church, my church, I love my church. We are going to heaven by... Four, by, by we are going to heaven. Be left there wondering. You keep on wondering and you wonder, you wonder, you'll wonder like the Israelites for 40 years. You better come to Christ. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yes. I am the bishop chairman of the youth in Kenya. I take care of the youth. And they come to church, they look at you. They are not connecting with what we are doing. And that's what they tell me, Bishop. Sometimes we don't connect. You, you know the history. We, we don't know the history. You want us to fall and we don't know. Why not do? Then they have, I like this church. You are canon provost. You are singing the songs which are relevant to the youth. Yes. The youth will want to hear. You know you, you can sing. They, these songs. And I, I saw, I saw even the book you have. There's a mixture of the hymns and all that. Then there's the other one where you bring the flavor of the youth because the songs, they are talking about Christ and everything and it is the beats of the youth. You go with me in my car with my dear here. I have the two sets of songs because my son Timothy who is in university, he sometimes will not understand this other part. We sing and sing and sing but he tells me that there's the other one which they, they, they are there. Then he brings me, then I try to listen. And you know sometimes the drums are louder than the words. So I, I ask him, now, son, help me to know where is Christ mentioned? He, he goes and writes the song for me. And he say, when they are singing, singing these words, oh, I discover these, these men are very, sometimes they sit at the back of the car. I see him just closing the eyes like this. And I wonder, where is the word? I'm not hearing the word. I'm hearing drums. And the young man is just worshiping. And I said, if it is happening, allow him to continue. Allow him. Because, because we were sharing the clergy this morning, you are clergy here, in this Archdeacon and in these houses. If we don't allow the youth and we reach out to them, 50 years will be in this church. Have you not heard the history and you are a human being and you are learned by the way? I know you know how to gungu and you are very learned, you are very exposed. Can you check what's happening in England and in the in, in US? Some of us have gone there and even you, you have gone. Have you not seen empty churches? Yes. Empty churches like this. What they do, they stuck to the old, they failed to embrace the generation. Every generation needs people to reach them out. Every generation. 
you were reached. You are not hearing this sermon because you just, I'm the one preaching to you. No, somebody preached to you at your early time of your generation with your language. We have to reach the rules in their language. Hallelujah. Positioned with a blessing to serve the Lord. To serve the Lord. You have to be disturbed. And you know, the news must be disturbing. The message must be disturbing, not only comforting. The Archbishop late Kitari in Kenya said, if the message is not disturbing, it is not serving its purpose. You are just comforting. Hallelujah. Yes, and so this is the man now is banished because of sin. Sin removes us from the position of our blessing. We must repent and accept our holistic redemption in order to tap our blessing. Sin. When it comes to a family, oh, problem. The people who loved each other, when sin comes, there is no peace. The lady will wonder what type of a man is this. Oh, where was I going? God have mercy. What will I do? What will I tell my father, my mother? I told them I have a boyfriend. I have a man. Look at this. And I tell men in weddings, whenever you allow your wife to go through that, remember it is bringing curse on you. You can enjoy and enjoy because you think you are strong. You can do all what you do. And you make her cry in the pillow. You can make her, because at that time you feel, I just wanted to have her. Let me tell you, what is ahead of you, you will cry more tears. God does not allow his human beings to be tortured. No way. God is a God of justice. Justice means straightness. He, is straight. he delivers justice. And the more she cries under the pillow, because we are saying, yes, what? What are you telling me? Stay there. The ring is here. Do that. Do it. You are strong. Time is coming. Kiswahili unasema utalia machozi. Wewe utalia machozi mengi kuliko yeye. And it comes for the men when they are old. When you are old. Women struggle here and there. They raise the children alone. The man is all over. Supplying. Supplying all over. Am I saying something? You need a restoration. When a sin comes into a relationship, it makes people cry tears. I mean, this, this lady, I brought her, not even, she's not even a Kamba, from another tribe. I brought her to Ukamban. She learned my language. She preaches in my language. She leads worship in my language. She does everything in my language. You know, when people talk about tribalism, me, I'm not in that category. When you talk about tribalism, this bishop is not in that category. I tell people, if you start killing each other, you'll start with me. Tribalism. When Mukamba does that, he's the final. Nothing like that. Tribalism. How can I bring somebody from far, over 300 kilometers from my family? I bring them here, and I tell them, this now will be your new mother. And, we are, and men just think that you are brainwashing this person. She knows her mother. <laughs> this is your mother. <laughs> and I tell men, if you want to know the pain, you go and live with them in their family and be told, this is your mother now. This is your father. 
And I preach in waiting and I tell people, what you said, yes, I do. And the ring entered. Respect that. Position yourself for blessing that family. If this person, you are bringing this person you, to, to torture them because of the African culture, which tells us, you know what we are told by African culture? And then you are told, and then you, you are like a balloon. And there is no peace. Imagine staying with somebody for the rest of your life and there is no peace. Don't you have mercy? How hard is your heart? Why don't you give them freedom? Freedom. Freedom. When we married with this lady, I told her, I am not a butcher. I'm a lover and a pastor. Many, they want me to shift from that topic. <laughs> I told this lady, please welcome, we serve together the Lord in your company. By that time, we were in Machakos house, and I told her, serve the Lord. I know you have talent. When the opportunity came for her to fly to go to Zambia and study, I told her, go first. Mine will be coming. And by the way, I never even studied out of the country, so mine came within the country later. She came for my graduation within the country, St. Paul's University. Ah, she went to Zambia, Mindolo, and she left me with a child. And, it, and I was going with my motorbike and the child at my back. And I went all over doing pastoral work. And the women were looking at me, what's happening, Vika? I say, I'm taking care of my child. I used to buy clips. You know clips? The small potatoes which are shipped and then they are packed and then they are dried and they are in the shops. So when I'm doing Holy Communion, Timothy used to sit somewhere near here, and I tell him, you know, Timothy, I'm going to keep clips to these people because theirs will be white. That's the only communion, white. Yours is small. Take this one. You sit there. Me, this one. The others, I'll give only one, one, one. But you, you have the whole back. <laughs> Parenting. Am I not a good father? <laughs> <laughs> And I took care of the boy. When the, when the age comes for him to go to school, I took him to school. She was the first to buy a mobile phone because in the church I was, there was a phone. But there were the, the, the phones, the old phones, which are you, you, you ring like this. <laughs> but when she went to Zambia, the, she found mobile phones. The tax was not highest in Kenya. So she bought her first mobile phone so that we may be talking every moment. Yes. Yes. Now, when I promoted her, uh, are we not preaching in Uganda now? Yes. We bought land, we took the title deed, and I put her name and my name. I say, we cannot own property. And when I'm dead, other people come with the sticks. They say, you know what? This is my, our brother's property. I put her there so that whenever I die, my children and her will be secured, secured, secured because my love started with the Lord first who loved me. When she's at home, she pays all the bills because she can access all the bank accounts. Simple. And you, when you put you, we allow you to access the bank accounts, you go telling everybody, you know, even my husband cannot do anything without me. Well... Because the Lord, 
and, and this is true. If I take my bank account, she has the card. Because some of us, we mean we are going to heaven and we don't want to be held by anything. We have property. We have property. We acquire. Whatever we get from the church, we save we, and we build slowly, slowly. Bill is going our pace. We are going our pace. We are not comparing ourselves with anybody, but we are looking at them where they are and we see whether we can walk the journey and we move on. Why should you bring doubts in your life? When sin enters in a relationship, it destroys. That's the point. The very first love, you couldn't sleep when you wrote a message to this lady. Now, you, you, you are not in the time of message. You are in the time of letters. You remember the letters we wrote? Diarestically, you, <laughs> you, you could not say, dear, my dear, diarestically. And then you draw the flowers and, and some, they crush the, the, the sweet and they put there and some marash. And then, <laughs> Where are we in time? We have to finish this thing. This thing. Now, we don't know where we are. We will be chased from this cathedral. Can I summarize this? Because I've not gone even to the second verse. Of no, no, look at this. We are saying, when sin comes in, it destroys the relationship. And the position moves. Your wife moves from being a lover she becomes another partner in the house. When you ask for food, you're asking like you are a chief. Where is the food? Don't you see the time? But when there was love, you talk nicely. Hi, dear. Baby. <laughs> Do you remember that? Now, you may not say baby like the current youth, but you had yours in your own mother tongue. You had yours, which you meant this lady feel you are there. Come on, even ladies are also disturbing men. Not only the men, isn't it? Even some ladies, they have just decided to be hard for nothing. Hard for nothing. <laughs> for nothing. We will come to that during the marriage time. Sin. You lose your position. Now, I want to go and show you a man of God who was careful not to lose his position, and that was Abraham. If I don't talk about Abraham as we end, I'll not be doing the right thing. Abraham. Disobedient came and all that. Abraham, the man of God, was careful to follow the positioning of God in his life. Read Genesis chapter 13, verse 8 to 18. Very quickly. Genesis 13, verse 18 verse 8 to 18. Genesis, Genesis. Are you there? Genesis. So Abraham said to Lord, let's not have any quarreling between you and me or between your artsmen and mine, for we are, we are close relatives. It's not the whole land before you. Let's part company. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. Lord looked around and saw that the whole plain of the Jordan towards Zohar was well west uh, watered, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt. This was before the Lord God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So Lord chose, underline that word, verse 11. So Lord chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out towards the east 
The two men parted company. Abraham lived in the land of Canaan while Lot lived among the cities of the plain and pitched his tents near the Sodom. Now the people of Sodom were wicked and were sinning greatly against the Lord. Let me explain because of time. Abraham, there develops quarreling between him and the Lord. And you know, Lot was his nephew. He, Lot called Abraham uncle. And they had gone. When God told him to move, to go to a land where he will bless him. He reaches some place. When he reaches there, because each of them had herds of cattle, livestock, the servants are quarreling. And now Abraham had to settle this. He valued family peace and all that. So he tells Lord, come on, I give you opportunity. Choose. The whole land is here lying. When you choose right, I'll go left. If you choose left, I'll go right. Choose. And the Lord did not think. He just looked at the good part. He never thought about his anger. The way people just say they grab everything. Have you ever served food with a serving dish? And then somebody carries the whole meat with the whole dish and he sees some and he's eating. That has happened to me with my wife. <laughs> you know when people come from the rural and then you have the dishes. <laughs> Let me stop that. <laughs> and then you are serving meat and all that and then somebody says, ah, this is wonderful. You prepared this, our daughter. Then somebody takes the whole meat, the whole meat, the whole dish, the whole pot. And then they start eating from the pot and you wonder now, what is it? <laughs> So Lord, that's what Lord did. Lord took the best part of the plains where there was water, the grass, and he left the hilly part where there was no grass, where it was dry, and uh, that was left for Abraham. And because Abraham had given Lord the opportunity, he said, choose left, I'll go right. Choose right, I'll go left. Lord, Abraham went right to the hills, and he stayed there. But God raised the vegetation in the hills and Abraham had enough. Because the position of a man God, man of God, a woman of God, you go with your blessing. When they push you to a corner, the Lord is there. When they push you to the other corner, the Lord is there. They throw you up, the Lord is there. They put you down, God goes with you. The good things never return back evil for evil. Keep quiet. Mind your own what? Business. You serve the Lord. When there is quarreling among people, I tell the believers who know the Lord, you who is reporting the other one, what have you done to reach out to the other one? You need to reach out to the other one. If they are unreachable, then you pray and give them time. Don't, don't return evil for evil. It could be very easy to solve conflict. But everybody is blowing their own. I am like this. And then it becomes hard. You who can understand the message and the word of God, come down. Christ was pierced. Christ did all good things, but he suffered by the same people he was healing. He did that. But what happened in the third day? He rose again. Victory was unto him. There's a victory coming for you. And then you start quarreling. Abraham said, choose this and I will go this. And that is up. And then he went up. Now, when you read the story, Lord did not know he has chosen the bad part. It was good for the animals. But it was near Sodom and Gomorrah, which was a sinful city. It was hard for him to raise his teenagers there. The teenagers then went, and the, the, the Sodom is destroyed because of homosexuality down there. Because he entered to that, and God destroyed them. And they were there. And Abraham was coming to save Lot, and he went with him. 
You remember the, wife, the Lord's wife, what happened? We stopped there because of time. So, positioned, positioned, brothers and sisters, where you are positioned, in the garden, there is your blessing. I want to end this message. Where you are positioned. Today, we want to reconnect ourselves with our positions. Christ has died on the cross to reposition us back, to repossess us back. In fact, the word ransom in Matthew chapter 20, verse 28, to give his life as a ransom for many means he brought us back to our positions. I want to be amongst the men who are brought back by Jesus and return to my position, position of blessing. Hey, hallelujah. You stand. You stand because of time. You stand. You stand, please. Stand. Wherever you are, all of you stand. Even those who are out. Even those who are online. I want in your mind to think like you are standing before the Lord. I want us to think, are we reclaimed back by Christ? Yes. Have we accepted the reclaiming back? It is by giving our lives to Jesus. It is by giving our lives to Jesus. This is revival. This is holistic redemption. Can you say holistic redemption? Holistic redemption, all our areas, all our talents. Yesterday we saw about work, we saw about our marriages, we saw about our children, and we are learning this week holistic redemption. Even as I preach as a bishop, I want to be redeemed holistically. My ministry as a bishop, the tenure I'm going to live in Makweni Douses and the Anglican Church in the world. I want to be a bishop who is redeemed holistically, and his ministry is a minister of blessing which is going to prosper the church. I don't want to be a burden or a liability. I don't want to be a liability. I want to be a bishop who is holistically redeemed in all areas of ministry. I don't know what you want to be yourself. I don't know what kind of a member you want to be in this church. I don't know what kind of a Christian you want to be. Holistic redemption is connecting with Christ in all your areas. We raise up our hands. We raise up your hands. We raise up your hand. Our hand. Oh, the choruses are coming in Kikamba and in Kiswahili. Now, the choruses, just release yourself to the Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are. Thank you for your redemption. Thank you for coming to return us up back to our original position in the garden so that we may enjoy the fruits in the garden. Thank you because you gave a story about the prodigal son to show how much the father loves us. You want to receive us back. You want to destroy sin which has entered into our lives and our relationships in our marriages, in our children, in our workplaces, in our own personal life. There are crises because the devil wants us to suffer. We come against the devil in the mighty name of Jesus. We take authority and bind every demon in the mighty name of Jesus. We tell the devil you are a liar. There is no chance in our life in Jesus name because we are children of the most high. We surrender to you our God. We surrender to you our God. We surrender to you our God. We release ourselves to you our God. I release these dear ones into your holy hands. Thank you Father because you understand them. I pray for them, those who are feeling uneasy. I pray for them, those who are feeling that things are worse. I pray for them, those who are not, who are, who are wondering what's going to happen next in their lives, in their families, in their workplace, in their personal life. There are crises. Father, I pray for redemption in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for redemption in Jesus' name. I pray for the redemption in Jesus' name. I pray for restoration in Jesus' name. Restoration, restoration, restoration in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, we release ourselves to you this evening. Thank you for what you are doing in your church. Thank you for what you are doing in the lives of your people. 
Father, we are in your house, your altar, the place of worship where we are glorifying you and not any other. The voice we are raising is coming from your children. It is the cry of your children calling upon your holy name. We need redemption of our Father. We need to be redeemed. We need to be restored. We need your salvation in all our areas, oh God. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for your love to us. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you are creating in us. You died on the cross so that we may experience this holistic redemption. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We glorify you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Lord. Brothers and sisters, while we are putting down our hands, I want to ask this question very fast. You are here this evening, and the Lord is speaking to you that really you have struggled for many years, many years. You have struggled in your life. You have tried to lead your life in your own principles. Yes, you know many things, but the Lord is telling you, you have not put me in the center of your life, and that's why you are suffering. That's why things are not going the right direction. Today, the Lord is telling you, invite me into your life as your personal savior. Things are going to change. I am going to overturn everything. I am going to redeem you. Every aspect of your life will be redeemed and restored in Jesus' name. Raise up your hand wherever you are. We pray for you. Raise up your hand wherever you are. We pray for you. Please, please. Bishop has no time. I know we are angry. I have no time. But I'm just crying for you. This opportunity. Will this opportunity pass? Please raise up your hand wherever you are and tell the Lord, I'm here. I want to receive you as my Lord and my Savior. I remember when I came to Christ, I was alone in a whole gathering which was gathered at home. In my home, they came to pray for my grandmother who was sick. And I raised up hand and I went and I knelt before the priest and I said, pray for me. I want to commit my life to Christ. And it has never been the same again. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? I want to see a straight hand, not a half hand. Rise, raise it completely and tell the Lord, I'm here. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for those hands. For those who are at home, just show your hand to the Lord and believe it. I cannot see you. For those who are watching, wherever you are, it's a time to be restored. It's a time to come back to Christ. It's a time to release yourself to the Lord. Raise up your hand, we pray. Oh, thank you, Father. I want us to help them to say this prayer. I can see hands. So please, brothers and sisters, let us say this prayer. Say, Father Lord. Father let us say with, together with them, everybody, even those who are saying, say, Father Lord. Father Lord. I come to you. I come to you. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for speaking to us. I commit my life to you. I commit my life to you. That you save me. That you save me. Redeem me. Redeem me. Holistically. Holistically. In all my life. In all my life. Write my name. Write my in name. the book of life. In the book of life. I surrender to you. I surrender. Devil, you are a liar. I nullify your ways. In Jesus' name. And I surrender to the kingdom of God. And I surrender to the in Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, I pray that you bless your children. Accept them, Lord. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. Remember your children. The way they have raised up their hands, even those who are at home, those who are in the tent, those who are watching, wherever they are. I pray that you minister your redemption upon their lives. I reclaim their lives in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray that you minister this redemption upon their lives. May the blood of Jesus come upon them and cancel every plan of the devil upon their lives in Jesus' name. 
I want to pray for those who have needs and those who are sick and those who have issues. Raise up your hand wherever you are. Quickly, quickly, quickly. There is no time. Don't wait for me to substantiate sentences. You know English. You have, you have come here because the Lord has spoken to you. Oh yes. Thank you, Father. I pray for your church. I pray for these dear ones. I pray for them who are here and they have raised up your hand before you because they have different needs. Oh, Father in heaven, minister to them in Jesus' name. Those who are sick, we claim their healing in Jesus' name. We destroy the powers of the devil upon their lives in Jesus' name. They commit themselves to you and we repent of every sin in their life. Any sin which has entered into their relationships where they are suffering, I pray that you restore them because they have come back to you and Lord I pray that you minister to their specific needs in the name of God the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit Amen clap for Jesus clap Amen. for Jesus uh, don't sit don't sit don't sit don't sit Dr. Rebecca let me again do an autocall I did last Sunday you are here and we are just opening up our eyes please you are here and the Lord is telling you he has been calling you for ministry and you have not akin to your voice. And we did not pray for you last Sunday or over the week. Because yesterday I never said this. Please, you feel called and you've been refusing the call of the Lord in your life. Either to serve as a minister or to serve in the church anywhere. Or to upgrade your ministry in serving the Lord. Raise up your hand wherever you are. I'll pray for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You understand English. You just want to tell the Lord, I want to recommit myself to you. I am saved or I have given my life to you and I want to upgrade my life in serving you. Lord, open the door. Father, I pray for these dear ones who are raising up their hands. Lord, you know them. You know their life. I pray that you open the doors for them in Jesus' name and they serve you because they have been restored back. Lord, open the door for them. And I pray that the church will grow them, disciple them to serve with their talents. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. Amen. And amen. A big, big, big hand clap to the Lord Almighty.